Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. It is time to do this. Friends. Just friends. Oh, very excited this week. This week, my friends, well, I have my old pal, Taryn O'Sullivan, and she has arrived with her real friend, comedian Stephen Mullen. Good morning, lads. How's it going? Good, Good. morning. Good morning. Thanks. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Did you like that tune, Stephen? I that absolutely dance loved it. Yeah. It brought me back to memories of the leisure plex down in Cork in the 90s, but... <laughs> <laughs> Love that when a tune just takes you back to a certain place Absolutely. at a certain moment. Yeah. Uh, you're very welcome to the show. We've lots to discuss. Uh, Taryn, you've got your hair done. I haven't had my hair done. I have washed my hair now. I, I, have, I mean, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, it's everyone. I, the receptionist didn't recognise me. No, you rarely, nearly yeah. weren't allowed into the building. I nearly <laughs> wasn't allowed into the building. I have one dusty bottle of shampoo that's lasted for years. Amazing. I mean, someone must be refilling it or else I'm just not using it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. you look gorgeous. I think the later time uh, suits you because you're normally here for newsy bits. Yeah. Uh, listen, on Wednesday we heard from listeners about how single sex schooling made them... Useless with the opposite sex. Let's right. just say say it how it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I was I didn't know how to talk to the opposite sex until I was about thirty five. It's <laughs> but you guys kind of had the opposite life experience. Taryn, you, you were in a mixed school. I was in a mixed school, but I was not. I didn't learn to flirt probably and chat to men. So I'd say like I think I had my first kiss when I was sixteen. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I was a really late. To the party So it didn't help Like being around lads you, It didn't make you more comfortable No Really No it really didn't I just couldn't I had them on such a pedestal That I was like Just obsessed in the background with them um, But then once I got going I just couldn't stop <laughs> What was it that got you going? Is it you know d- uh, Therapy? Did you uh, You know Just <laughs> have a chat with your friends? Did, was it one lad? Yeah I think it was one lad Like my first boyfriend And I was like Do you know what they're Kind of similar to us, only only we're funnier and better. So I was yeah. like, this is easy. I, I agree, Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stephen, but you were in two different single sex schools. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. But you, but you had, it says here, he had, he says he has, he had no problem with the ladies. I didn't Stephen, write that down. You, <laughs> and it's in write. bold <laughs> and it's underlined. You I did not no, say it like Stephen, that. You, Don't, Taryn's you messing with the notes I, here. The amount of female attention oh, this man I can imagine there goes the ticket sales down on my tour now it is, it is completely crazy we were in Edinburgh together for a month and it's like they were just coming up like just queuing up I think there's that like cause my theory so I did go to like uh, you didn't deny Taryn no, 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 I'm just ignoring it I did go to a mixed primary school and I went to uh, uh, Christian Brothers secondary schools but my theory is that it's cultural because my mother's Argentinian right so we're used to Latin culture we're used to having uh, like expressing touching and all that kind of stuff greeting each other so like when I greet my uncles in Argentina we kiss them you give yeah. a kiss in the cheek and yeah. all. so that's totally not normal you know, if I came home to my mother now and you know she, you, you kiss me you tell me you do love me or you go to your room you know that's what she's like <laughs> you know what I mean so you have to express yourself you have yeah. to show so I think there's a bit of it's cultural like my brother is like such a, a ch- all he, he's so many female friends he I hope his it. wife is listening and <laughs> I know he's no oil painting but he you know he, it's his charm and he had yeah. loads of girlfriends and all that and I also feel that 
part of in in Latin cultures because my daughter's also Latin as well. It's much more normalized to have friends of the opposite sex, and you don't have mammies and aunties going, "Oh, is that your girlfriend now?" Is this you yeah. know that doesn't help. That, that does is not help. Such a good point. I never thought of it like that because my husband is Italian, so yeah. he never had any problems and was never worried. But you're right, that barrier, that fear, like you're, you're so used to the touching and the kissing and the yes. relaxing. Like we're just so oppressed and yes. frigid yeah. as it's, Irish people. The touching and the greeting and the hugging and showing affection for someone else doesn't mean sexual. Yeah. That's what we wow, don't have here. Do you know that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, yeah, it does. Let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> if someone hugs me, I've got the white dress on and I am not fooling anyone. This is, <laughs> I know, because even with, like, my dad's Irish, like, and I do, we do do our best, but, like, you know, two Irish men hugging can sometimes, like, you know, it's like Would you hug telegraph poles, like, going, I do, I do make the effort to hug my dad yeah. and kind of try, but, like, you can. He I, must be used to it, you know. He is a little bit more, yeah, yeah. But just as, as men, as, like, you know, I heard I heard an old fella in a pub the other night kind of going, "Oh, right, fathead, right." That's how he greets. Not lovely. And the young, the young, the young fella who came over said, "Hi, dad." Do you know that was his dad. That's what we're like. We slag for affection. We you know? do, yeah. we do. Okay, so that makes complete sense. Why you had no problems with right. single sex girls because you were flat out kissing everybody on the cheek. No, I didn't. Yeah, we're like, who is this alien from outer space? Imagine the Irish girls around him. But like, because like, you, because you looked the way you looked, like you were exciting in Cork, weren't you? Oh yeah, in the nineties, yeah, yeah. Because like, like my brother. Brother and I were like obviously when you know in those days kids are playing outside all the time, so we just went way darker than all the other Irish kids. But you so. don't have a big Irish spud head on you, so no, that no. probably was very <laughs> beneficial. I met Stephen, was it a week ago, and he had a tan, and I said, like, why, "Why have you got a tan?" And he was like, "Oh, I get a tan from the wind." <laughs> <laughs> I do though. Yeah, I do. Like a full on tan. I thought has he been skiing or something? He hasn't told me. If, like, no, do you know if you get if you're cycling in the wind a lot, it changes your colour anyway. Jen. We're, we're, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I get it. it. Makes complete sense. Oh, I mean, dear. you're not you're not, you know, running with the norm here. Stephen, <laughs> if I said um these words to you, school disco. Yeah. What kind of memories does that invoke? I mean, for me, it's just fear and misery. Same. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't uh, tension. There's definitely a lot of tension going on. But there's all there was also pressure, and again, that kind of pressure came from you know pants. getting the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that as well. The tent that the was t- being the pitched. tent that was being pitched. But the kind of whole of like you know the whole thing of like will you shift my friend and yeah. all that kind of stuff and the, and the in between go to thing or whatever like that. I, even at that age, I, find, I remember finding that a, a little bit weird as well. And I didn't have any. I because so one of the Christian brothers I went to was right next door to a convent as they always are, and mm-hmm. the poor girls used to always be hanging out the window. Those they weren't allowed out at lunchtime. Shouting Stephen Mullen. No, they, but but when we would go by, I remember going across and having a chat with one of them, and it was just like this was like unheard of, unseen, yeah. or whatever like that, and it was just you yeah, it was just weird. No, I did not. I was like, ciao, Bella. Ciao. <laughs> What's going on, girl? Hey, I'd say the nuns were all running from him and everything. Like here's Stephen, kissy kissy. Oh, yeah. Here's the kissy fella. Yeah. Lock him up. What is he doing? We need to talk about the museum of broken relationships. I love this. So on Tuesday, we got loads of texts from listeners just about weird stuff they have ended up with from past relationships. I have nothing. Really? Uh, really? Oh, no. I don't keep anything. Wow. Uh, I throw everything out. Yeah. Um, and I would have, lo- I probably would have kept my old engagement ring from a previous relationship, but he stole it and my car. So. That's Whoa, gone. Right. That's yeah. gone. Yeah, you Let's don't have talk- that anymore. You want the car back in it? <laughs> Steve, <laughs> what is the most valuable object you, you've gotten from a, a past relationship? I would say I have a fountain pen from uh, my co-parent mm. that, okay. I, that I still write with. 
Yeah, yeah, that I that I still use every day, and uh, yeah, it's not nothing, nothing fancy, not not nothing uh, um, special. I do refill it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I buy the cartridges for it and all what that kind of stuff. Random question, Taryn. Mm. Yeah, all the questions you could have asked, Stephen. Just... Like, do you journal with it? Do you write letters to your yeah. child? Do you refill it? Yes, just, I do refill it. Yeah, just like his version of a vape. You know, <laughs> refilling <laughs> no. his fountain pen. But uh, yeah, I kind of find, and I have loads of notes as well. I do have you? notes for now. I, I haven't had many like uh, relationships in my adult life, but because you're playing the field. Yeah, Jesus. but um, yeah. but I have notes. Women. I have notes that people have given me down the years that do you know like a summer love or someone that you might have met on holidays that you just had a you had a beautiful moment with and I kind of I do ha- I do keep them because no, I've liked... never had that moment have you right. ever had those moments on holiday with a randomer not that they'd write me a note exactly a photo yeah. I have I have a photo actually of a, a Colombian uh, lady Diana who will never be listening to this who gave me a photo and wrote on the back of it no me olvides which is a Spanish for never forget me oh, and I haven't... don't speak in Spanish so <laughs> <laughs> I'll slide off the chair I didn't. Just don't do it. Taryn needs a break. We need to take a little break here so Taryn can compose herself. But before we do that, Taryn, have you ever, ever given something away and regretted it? Well, I regretted it. I made the most beautiful scrapbook for an ex-boyfriend. Oh, that's nice. Like I put hours and hours of work into it, like pictures of us. I drew pictures of all the places we like to go. I I printed things off. Um, I put maybe like at least 10, 12 hours into it and I wrote the scrapbook went through the whole story of our relationship and then he moved away um, to another country, cheated on me. Um, (laughs) But then we met up again and he said, I still kept the scrapbook. Ah, well, there you go. I was like, "Mm, but I did have to go on antidepressants, but (laughs) (laughs) oh well. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. Uh, We'll have a bit of Amory and not. (laughs) We'll <laughs> be back. Don't go anywhere. Back with more. Friends. Just friends. Yes, and I have Taryn and Stephen in studio as my friends this week. So thank you for being my friends, first of all. You guys are actually real friends. We're going to talk about the project that you're involved in in just a second. But I want to talk about ultimatums because on Wednesday, it got pretty deep when we heard about the ultimatums that listeners had given or gotten from partners, okay? So, uh, Taryn, how did Red Nails... Yeah. Red nails become a, a red flag with your ex. <laughs> there were so many red flags before that one that I was blind to, but this one was so vibrant. Um, so I was getting my nails done and we were texting or whatever and he was like, just get any colour but red because, you know, people kind of think you're a bit loose if you have red Jeez. nails. Wow. And I was just so taken, like I was shocked. Without, give, without giving identity away, obviously, like, what, what, was, what was this individual's background with their... A guard or a teacher or something like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Like, we don't know. Imagine thinking that about the colour of someone's nails. It's It's crazy. It's It's crazy, but he could have had some kind of phobia. We're talking a lot about phobia today, misophonia. Uh, Like, he could have had some kind of thing with red nails. Might have triggered some horrific memory. Did you get into it or did you just, like, was it over? Uh, Oh, no, I I stood around for another while. Like, I stood with him for another while. But, yeah, I got my nails red that time. In defiance. Yeah, I was just like, this isn't gonna happen. Like, I'm not gonna make choices on on you, your thoughts on red nails. Mm. And they're gorgeous, odd. by the way. They're Thank lovely. You. She lovely. loves a red nail. Yeah. Okay, oh, that is a weird one. It is crazy. Stephen, have you ever been given a, a dating ultimatum? I I don't, kind of like, I've been on dates where uh, I've had, yeah, weird ultimatums on the date. Like, I'll never forget this one. I told you this before. This girl said to me, I, I made a joke about something she said, and she said to me, now, Stephen, keep the jokes for the stage. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
which I, la- wow. I lost it. I was like, you said, she was deadly. Say? I don't even remember what it was. I was just like, obviously, as a comedian, you're just going to go more yeah, and more and more. You're just going to keep at it then, you see. I can break Keep the jokes death. on the stage. But did she not want you to be entertaining? I, mean, I have no idea. I did now now there for the stage, you know. <laughs> How <laughs> condescending is that? That is awful. Like the and also like I'm like I was like five years or senior kind of thing. I was just like wow. It's just like being going on a date with your mom or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And how was the rest of the date then? Uh, I don't know. It was like after she told me that she'd frozen her eggs, I was like looking on the menu for like, <laughs> have I missed something on the menu? Is there frozen eggs here? What's going on? But I didn't even ask. But anyway, Stephen, <laughs> I, ha- I have to ask you, what is it like being a, a dad who dates? Um, it's interesting. I was definitely worried at the start, and I had zero confidence at the yeah, start. Was no like, need to worry. Who who's going to go out with a single dad type of thing? But um, it's been it's been great. You know what? I haven't had any success in the romance department, but I've made loads of good friends, and I get on great with uh, and it's with single mothers. <laughs> You're nodding very hard here, ladies. Yeah, uh, lots of lovely friends. The single the single mothers are amazing because they just get it immediately, and you kind of just connect on another level, and you can work around each other's schedules, and you kind of understand what the other person is person's a lot going of that? Is there a lot of I don't have the kid this day and I don't have the kid so let's do that. There can be yeah yeah yeah. There's kind of like let's just book it in. Let's cu- cut the text and let's book it in. You know, <laughs> let's crack on with it kind of a thing. And that's nice. You know, it's kind of it's is nice. Is there a specific website for um, no. solo parents oh that's to go a good, and date? Let's yeah, let's start that app. Yeah. No, I said it first. Oh sorry, yeah, Jamie, yeah, 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 yeah. You start it. You start it. I don't do any more work. What would you call it? Um, solo parenting app. Oh, that's amazing! Thank you. That's incredible! You. Wow, I'm worth every penny. Rolls off me the your money. Uh, I'm gonna start dadbods.com or something like that. Yes. Single, singledadbods.com. Do you disclose that information straight away? Is it in your bio and Tinder? How does it? Uh, come it, is, it is on his bio. Oh, thank Tinder. you, Tara. Hinge oh, you know, okay. and what's the other one you're on? I don't know. Uh, Bumble. Bumble, yeah, Gumtree. And yeah. okay. uh, no, um. Uh, I kind of I've changed I've, I've switched between the two because there's a little bit of like it's not necessarily I've, I've actually got re- one really close friend now that I met through the app and she was like it's not there it's not there right to know right now and it's kind of like yeah that's right they're not dating my child they're dating me and then if that comes up later on maybe yeah. because there's so many assumptions that can be made about stuff like that so I kind of yeah I don't even remember what I have in the profile but it's kind of like I've 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 been chatting to people for ages and then you find out after a while that they have a kid as well so it's like it's totally cool you know okay yeah. okay interesting yesterday we heard about footballer uh, Ken Sema who took on a TV interview in his mm. second language despite having a speech impediment it was such a gorgeous thing to do the bravery I thought if I was his family or friends just witnessing that must have been a real moment um see so you you've had a late diagnosis of ADHD is that right I have yeah yeah How did that September come about? um through like kind of years of struggling with stuff particularly in my adult life really but um I kind of uh, in my late teens I was probably misdiagnosed with stuff that uh, like depression and stuff like that they got really bad and you know I had issues with substance abuse and I ended up in psychiatric and stuff like that but now that we look back on it I never I was adverse to the antidepressants because I, I had a I couldn't articulate it, but I knew it wasn't that. Yeah. I knew depression was a symptom of something else. But that mm-hmm. took a long time to get to understanding that point. And then, you know, the NHS in the UK were amazing, actually. I went, I was, when I was living in London, I went with them and they were like, um, there was autism spectrum stuff going on as well, but they kind of encouraged me to keep kind of investigating and um, ended up with, the, with, with ADHD um, diagnosis there in September. So it just comes through a lot of like, basically like, crashes I'd have harsh crashes like and you'd be in bed for three days but then it's like a light switch when it goes it's like ting you know and you're off on your way and you're was good there a, a, was there a, a sense of relief when you got that 
Um, diagnosis or were you was, like Jesus it's taken them an awful long time <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's taken every bittersweet I was quite calm because I, I mean I went through a lot of trauma because of like uh, maybe others not understanding and yeah. them them kind of telling me what it was yeah. but I kind of feel like I was right all along <laughs> and like <laughs> teachers know. in school telling you you're not paying attention I'm kind of like I'm paying attention I'm a paying attention to everything you're just watching one thing or whatever but it's just it's actually been I think I, I'm really uh, happy with it. I feel like a, it's a superpower. Super yeah. uh, I feel like you know, uh, loads of loads of uh, comedians. I'm sure, like most of us, are on some sort of spectrum kind of a thing. And yeah. uh, I just embrace it. Like it's fun. It's actually, as the psychiatrist said when he diagnosed me, he was like, uh, "Looks, you can take the pills whenever you want, right? But let's let's be honest about it. It's not all bad." <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. He's right. Like he was smiling at me, and it was just yeah. like it's right. So it is good fun as well. I I, I love embracing it. You know. Uh, Taryn, you trained as an actor. I suppose, in a way, this kind of forced you to, into a lot of uncomfortable spaces. Really uncomfortable. Like, um, So I trained in Wigan, which is, it, at the time, it was the ninth roughest town in England. Like, really <laughs> rough. And I remember there was one lesson every week that we had to go out and chat to the trees. And it was, like, in quite a rough park. But we also had to speak in the in the Queen's English. You know this, wow. like, speaking in RP. Yeah. Like, in this really rough time, really rough town, just being, hello, lovely tree. <laughs> like, or else then another time we had to go out to a park and pretend to be animals. And I was a spider monkey, like, swinging from trees. Like, that's a huge thing to overcome. I mean, I, I mean, go to acting school. It's going to really rip you out of your comfort zone, Like, completely. It? And they tear you down. Like, they take any... They, they pinpoint anything you might like about yourself and oh. kind of try and take it away from oh, you. Oh, dear. So, yeah, you kind of have to come back. Like, my acting school is now disgraced and closed down. <laughs> really? Oh, no! Yeah. Jeez. They were oh, wow. a bit wild in there. Yeah, it's a bit of a wild, wild west scenario when you go to acting school. Yeah. I mean, you put your trust uh, into a lot of these people. I mean, a lot of them are phenomenal, obviously, but they're... Yeah. What is, what is talking to a tree going to do? How is that going to help you be a better actor or You'd performer? You'd really wonder. You would. <laughs> yeah. Anybody have the answer? <laughs> 51552 five, Lastly uh, I want to talk about you guys Because you are Friends in comedy How did you meet First of all Taryn? Um, So we met in Edinburgh So I went to Edinburgh For the month um, And I was working With an agency Lisa Richards And that is the agency That Stephen is with And we made Best friends We did no, Yeah it was we good did crack. We used to hang out every day eating squashies when I was like in between flyering and my show when my show what was are on. squashies? Uh, our sweets that we like to eat. If okay. they want to sponsor That's our podcast. That's, yeah. <laughs> and um, I fell madly in love with Stephen. Of course. Because it was kind of like the Gwail talk. Like we were seeing each other constantly all the time. I, I couldn't like, have been wearing worse clothes by the way. I was like Marks and Spencers like dad matter. white socks halfway up my calves uh, you know in the heat and all that. That's a vibe though. She was all into it. Yeah yeah. She's all over you. She's all I into it. I just couldn't get enough of this man. Mm. Um, and so much so that now you've uh, made him do a podcast with you. Made yeah. him do a podcast. No, yeah. he asked me. Oh, yeah. Taryn! Yeah. He asked me. And it was actually, <laughs> well, it was a time where we weren't, I wasn't speaking to him. We'd had a fight. Which I, well, which I didn't realise the last week that we had a fight. <laughs> he didn't realise I wasn't speaking to him. Why weren't you speaking to him? Because um, I text, I called him on Christmas Eve and mm. he got annoyed with me. And I was you just see, calling him to check in on him. <laughs> I, she was she was checking in on me because she was worried I was going to be all on my own, but I was putting my child to bed. Oh. So, But she was, so it was really nice. She thought I was in my on my own in the house, but I was surrounded by family. But so now I realise that she wasn't talking to me. Okay, 
Yeah. Uh, and then you decided to do a podcast. We're doing a podcast. Oh, we yes. Did. When can we uh, look forward to? It's going to be out next week, isn't it, Mike, our producer? It's isn't called. It, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you putting positive pressure on Mike, your producer? Absolutely. To get finger out? We yeah. were hoping it would be ready by today. Yeah. We but it will hoping. be out. But it's called Friend Zoned. I love Friend it. Zoned, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's all, all the crack. And Taryn, so Taryn, I used to have a podcast. Taryn used to come all the time. We would have the best crack. She and, is the uh, best crack. She is She's the, the best, best crack. Girl. So we love talking about all things dating and uh, heartbreak and anything that's going on in the world. And she's the, the expert crack. in all of that as well. We've <laughs> got so many stories. Like, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. <laughs> And when it's up and running, will you come back again and be my friends again? Of course we will. Thanks so much, Jen. Tarn O'Sullivan and Stephen Mullen, thank you so much for being Jen's friends this week. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM.